This is a HeadGum Podcast. This ain't that long-term vision and investing. This is time to get that cake quicker than sexton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. Howdy, 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 folks, and welcome to a very special episode special, of Special Innovation, special. the podcast about schemes, dreams, misdemeanors, cons, grifts, hustles. Anyway, you're making that money, we're here to help you. Fade out. I, uh, Dylan forward. can fix that, Jeffrey. And we're joined by our very special older brother, Mulio Babulio, Marcus Yay! Rosenberg. Yay! 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 We're doing great. We're all on a, a, a semi-vacation right now in the Cape. The Cape. Welcome to the Cape. The Cape a lovely place in the summer. In the winter, though, I hear it's infested by meth heads. Have mm, you heard this? Yeah, tweakers. Tweakers. Um, I actually just noticed, Jeff, while we were driving, did you see that there was a guy walking on the little sidewalk on the bridge, and a guy rode by him on a bike? Yeah, half the cars on the highway are people walking. Yeah, and... Uh, this guy looked peeved. You know guys that kind of drink on the street? Like no, they, they got sun-soaked, and that, yeah. I think, combines with the meth and kind of fries you up, Cape Cod style. Yeah, fried clams, um, which actually sort of, I don't want to get into it too quick, but, you know, I got a lot on my mind, boys. Yeah. We saw a clams license plate. Oh, did you know? Yeah, we do. We got it's a the of the week. Uh, I know you guys all have one, but I have a little slider, so I'll start it off nice and easy. Uh, yeah, I'm on the beach the last couple of days, and Anna has been uh, really great at finding clams. All right, full clams or just the shells? Uh, no, full clams, and you can tell because uh, when when the the the, the shore goes in, mm-hmm. what do they call that? The tide. tide tide goes in. Yes, yes. You can see little air holes pop, little air bubbles uh, pop out yeah, of the sand. Yeah, yeah. And then you dig through the sand, or they're right up there. Yeah, sometimes you got to dig through the sand, but yeah, you dig through the sand based on where the air hole pocket is. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So Anna probably found twenty or thirty of these little suckers, and it's really cool because you know they'll, they'll they they use their tongue i guess or their arms it all looks like a tongue when you're a clam and they dig themselves down under the dirt so the seagulls don't get them right and but then are you eating them no we're not eating them well you know i'll get to that jeff right now we're just collecting them all right right? and And putting them in don't they die if you don't i have a little puddle i have a hole i have a hole that we're keeping them and i don't know if they need to be in water i'm a little confused about that yeah they do Mm, are they in the water when you go to the stop and shop Mm, we'll get back to you on that they might be on ice which is a form of water mm-hmm. um and so you know we decide not to eat them right because you know we now they've become part of our day um right and we go back You're naming to, all of them yeah, of course shelly shelly clammy clint clit clam uh, I guess clam is sort of uh, unoriginal for a clam yeah uh, but but basically we go back and I hear through the grapevine that the, uh, a bunch of kids on the beach ended up going to where our clams were, ripping open the clam shells, pulling the clams out, <laughs> ripping them in half. It's brutal, you know, and it kind of <sighs> reminded torturous. me how much kids, uh, you know, stopping on ants, what have you. All these things have families. They all have lives, well, I'm friends. surprised they can, I guess they're, are they not closed shut? They are closed shut. But and then they're tearing them apart with their fingers? Yeah, well, that's what I heard, Jeff. Uh, From the, who? 
through the grapevine, like I said, the people talk out there. You know, mm. it's a small community. Um, it's true. Uh, and uh, and do you boys have any uh, memories of childhood where you killed animals, Jeff? I think you like to shoot birds, right? That no, was sort of I never thing. did that. Little cute sparrows. No, I did not do that. So me being the clam man, I found that uh, especially upsetting. But you know what are you gonna do? They killed all of them. Yes. Did you find the guts? I guess the seagulls get to the guts pretty quickly. Oh, they do, Jeff. The seagulls are on top of it. Um, Jeff, and I know you had a little beef, and, and Mark, uh, I believe you had one as well, If with one of Mother's friends, I believe. <laughs> I don't know how deep you want to go into it. Maybe surface yeah, level stuff. Maybe you shouldn't say her name. Yeah, maybe definitely do don't say her name. MK. <laughs> <laughs> what did she do to you, Mark? I... It's not what she did to me. It's what she has done to me over the years, starting uh, with modern pizza, probably 1999. 99. Oh, so this is a long-standing beef. Ooh, 20 <laughs> years. That's actually why I used the was up for the intro, because I just I saw mean, yeah. it's 20 years since uh, that the commercial. Fresh, the Budweiser? Was Interesting. Up. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So... It's a red-headed woman. <laughs> you know, the, the gingers have no souls. Jesus. Dave and Jeff are both half ginger. Mm. Dave's actually looking full ginger right now. With the beard, of course. Yeah. That red beard gets it going. So you're probably related to MK. Well, uh, don't worry, MK. <laughs> MK's my oh, secret right. mother. We're going to have to delete that. <laughs> they won't find her, but is, is it about her pushing her, her propaganda on us, Mark, yeah, for Jesus? I think it is. It, I think it is. It's that missionary thing. Like, you know, that kid that went to Africa <laughs> got murdered for trying to... Oh, the kid, like the missionary <laughs> dude. I think it was off. It was an island off... Uh, yeah. Was it in Asia or Africa? <laughs> Recently? Yeah. Uh, like tried to like you know uh, some, some. You're not talking about the North Korea no, guy. No, they try to convert back, people, right? and that's like well, no, of no. They chopped this dude up. <laughs> no, they hit him with the arrows. Arrows. I think they, yeah, I think they dismembered yeah. him too. Yeah. Oh, so he is this to one like, of these guys that's trying to uncover the tribes that don't want to be. No, they're trying to he's convert, trying to convert them like, to Christianity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're like, they've never seen like you know people before, and this motherfucker comes in sauntering onto the island. Like and they're thinking we got a new form of goat walking up on two <laughs> legs, right? Well, I mean, they, they, I think they know a few. They've seen like they to see airplanes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he yeah. can't like but you assume airplanes can't talk like you know, and he can. Does, he can no, but they know bring disease like... and such in, into the community. Yeah, they do bring disease. If you've read any history books, uh, most people are killed by disease. Mm-hmm. I would imagine mm-hmm. that is dangerous. So if uh, if you're a tribe and you you know or not even like this is a tribe, but if you have some. Uh, is this person American that came over or European? Yeah, like a Midwest kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you know, they're bringing all their corn diseases <laughs> and shit. You know, mm-hmm. fucking their Monsanto beans mm-hmm. over. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Measles and mumps and, <clears throat> and meningitis. So she's trying to get you to... Lost and Lost. lost. Yes, they, they, they did do that in Lost. <laughs> a, Missionaries. A well-loved TV show. I, I think we need to get into it, folks. Um, yeah. Because this podcast, once again, is all about them schemes, dreams, misdemeanors. So Mark- Jewish missionaries. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, first up in the pig pen, he's my favorite. He, he usually comes out hanging, hitting at least a ground rule double. He's my favy, baby Davy. He's me, baby Davy. What do you have for us today, Daver? 
Ooh, I'm so excited for you guys to be here with me right now. I got something special planned for you. Folks, allow me to pose a question. Yeah, please do. What is the worst part or the hardest part about go about going vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, what have you, you know? Uh, What's the hardest part? You get, you, get, you know, normies getting on your case about how you, you think you're better than them, you know? Yeah, but you, of course, are a normie in this situation. Yeah, yeah. Non-vegan, non-vegetarian. People are giving you guff. Yeah, yeah. You know, everyone loves their burgers, especially in America. Um, And basically, becoming vegan, vegetarian, what have you, is a diet, right? It's a change of diet. And we all know the, the high percentage of failures when it comes to changing your diet. So what I'm proposing to you today is something Really interesting, folks, okay? How about I pose you this? Once a year, we have a new national holiday called meat feasting for people who want to be vegetarians or vegans, but don't want to completely give up the pork slop. It's sort of like the purge, but for meat eating. Hmm. Announcing the slurge. I know it said it was called uh, the big slop before, but we're actually calling it the slurge. A no, N-O-E, judgment zone, if you will, for 24 hours where you can (laughs) feast on any meat of your delight and we stress any. That's right. From peak pecking? Duck? Peking? 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 From Peking to Sweet Thin. Dolphin, that is. Chicken of the Sea. Biscuit. You can have horse with the side of goose, a lizard with your blizzard, and so much more. From beaver to cleaver. Hack your first human and taste God's divine nectar. Human flesh is on is on the menu, folks. And it's one of those rare delicacies on the No More Meat Day. The menu is a la carte and a la Bart. Or Ben or Bethany. Pass over the tomato, Fredo. Pour the gravy, Davy, folks. We're, we're having a meat fest for all you vegetarians out there. <laughs> With a one-day meat fest, huh? And humans? The gooses, of course. You got to get a taste of the goose. Geese. Yeah. And but then you started talking about people. I did talk about people a little bit, so I guess it would sort of mirror the purge in that way. But yes, uh, this day allows for you to eat humans. Right. Yes. That but we don't like to the be focus. It's shift. not the focus. That's not what the focus of this day is all about. Right. We're, you know, um, we're not. It's a holiday for the vegans and the veggies right. of the world. Uh, by eating human, we don't mean killing humans. All right. Right. Of course not. Uh, we would say if you came across uh, a human that you wanted to try that was already passed away, you could eat it. But well, recently passed away, though, right? You don't want spoiled human. There's nothing worth it. It's spoiled no human. judgment zone. And, you know, we're not going to tell you what to do. Obviously, if you want to look into the disease-ridden sort of things that come with dead bodies, you're going to want to right. look I guess at someone the health could, and human could put it on ice and you can, you know, have it when salt, you see fit. Salt can save a lot of meat. Salt and meats. Um, well, what, the, what day of uh, the year, what month are you thinking of, you know? What, what's the date on the date? That's interesting, Jeff. It's very interesting. And we wanted to choose a month that is sort of lacking that national holiday. Right. right? And we find that you don't really get anything good in August. August. You don't get anything good, unless Memorial Day is in August. Well, I think it is, but you do probably, you probably want to barbecue your meats, no? You don't want to be in the, in the cold. Right, right. I so was it thinking should be January, because January, I guess. Nothing's just, really going on in June. June. June gloom. What is Juneteenth. that? Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Yeah, maybe we do June. When's Labor Day? Later. Later. 
Well, Memorial Day already happened. Uh, who knows? Yeah, who knows if that shit sounded off in the comments? So that's the idea, folks. Uh, basically, it's an all-you-can-eat meat day, and it's specifically geared towards those people that really want to be vegetarians, want to be pescatarians, vegans, but they want to have the one day where they can cheat a little bit, and right. if that means you know dicing up, you know El Jefe and Marcus uh, for a little appetite. And you want to cheat with people. You want to be celebratory about it. You don't want to be hiding behind you know clothes curtains and doors yes it's a free-for-all um so that's what the slurge is all about uh we hope you can come out on what we're doing is june 6th so it's easy to remember 6 6 mm -hmm. um 2020 will be the first no more meat order splurge, splurge on the slop who's coming with me um tickets to get in like any good barbecue are going to be uh that was a holiday <laughs> of course it is, Jeff, but the holidays kicked off with a sort of local event, and then as the years go on, we hope people sort of take it to their cities like a TEDx. Right, right, right. You know? So yeah. where's the inaugural? We're going to do it up in Woodstock, New York, sort of pay homage to the old musicians of yesteryear. Nice. Um, so we'll be definitely dining on the, the Marleys of the world um, and the Tom Petty's. Uh, who else played there? Uh, we got petty burgers. Uh, we got <laughs> we got petty meat. We got uh, Marcus. You're a little quiet. What do you think about yeah, Mark? Uh, what the, do you think the about goose this? hunt? The splurge. The slurge. I'm a meat eater, boys. We all know that. Yes, you are a meat eater, Mark. But this is to sort of you know meat meets the devil. They say, and this is a statistic: 100 percent of ground beef has feces in it. Not 99.9, 100 of ground beef. They're saying. Oh, they say fruit's not even Fe fruit anymore, though. So what are you supposed to make of that? You know the clams got me thinking, right? You know maybe I need to take take it off, take take a take a take a step back from eating the food with a face. Dude, well, these actually good for your stomach. Uh, no, probiotics. I yeah, I actually had some fried Stark. belly clams in Martha's Vineyard earlier this week. You know those fried belly clams? They have the they and they sell them at us. Um, uh, Glenwood. Glenwood. They they sort of pop like gushers. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, that'll be the stomach stuff. cavity opening up, oh, rupturing. Yeah. Well, I'm going to send this around the horn unless you guys have any questions. Of course, that that uh, to get into the festival is twenty dollars. Uh, that doesn't get you free food or free beer. That just gets you admission, and then we have a lot of different proprietary tents set up your goose tent and do you only allow uh, vegetarians and vegans into this festival and pescatarians uh we we would like the people to have been that for at least a month before they uh commit to the splurge right i mean splurge. it's kind of the equivalent of holding an october fest for aa members yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's very good mark so i'm going to send it around the horn uh for no more meat day aka the slurge uh the one day feast for all where you can uh, choose any delicacy from an Irishman to a good Floridian, an Orlando man, perhaps a Cuban, get a Cubano, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, and take someone up from Iowa and get a little cheese on you. Or that's Idaho. Very What's Wisconsin is Wisconsin the cheese. So that's the idea. I'm going to send it around the horn real quick. Uh, Marcus, are you in for No More Meat Day? I'm going to give it the Joaquin Phoenix thumbs down. <laughs> oh, right. I believe his name was Commodus. Commodus. <laughs> Commodus. A gladiator reference to all you young guns out there. Got a lot of tweenage fans in uh, Ireland that might not understand the 1999 Best Picture Russell Crowe. Uh, best actor? No. Can't be. Possibly. Possibly. No. Um, and Jeff, what do you think about it? El Jefe uh, the Chef? You know, I'm in for parts of it. I think that the holiday aspect is nice. Mm -hmm. Um 
I think the festival itself just sounds like a, like a barbecue, you know? I think Dave's getting paid by Oscar Mayer on the <laughs> side. Well, it's a barbecue, Jeff, but we, we do more of the meats, right? It's not just your, your beef and your, your fake hot dogs, right? right. It's really, <clears throat> you got your goose hut, you got your crock hut. Um, we're doing a lot of different meats and, of course, the human flesh, which is... Yeah, but I think, like, vegans and vegetarians are, like, specifically against uh, maybe that type of... Uh, we're looking. For, we're looking for the market that's ready to move towards not eating things with a face. Jeff. I think the name of the game is, you know, making that veggie burger that tastes exactly like a meat burger. Yeah, yep. and that's the beyond true. meat for you. You know, I. That, I how I, is it? I have it in the. the I have freezer. it in the freezer too. You know, I. I'm more. <laughs> I, I get more. Ice. I get more um, uh, of a positive feeling from buying it than actually mm. eating it. Although well, I, the impossible is different than the either. beyond, though. Is I it? don't know if they sell the Impossible in stores. No, they don't. You gotta you gotta go to a restaurant to get that. But, and that uh, tastes like Burger meat, King just added an Impossible burger to their menu, I believe. Um, and tacos. Beyond meat, the not to sort of sway the conversation to buying time with Baby Davey, my uh, my podcast where I talk about the the dips and the dip lows of the New York Stock Exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, got I've been getting real really wrecked in the last couple of days, but. If I had stuck with Beyond Meat when I bought it at forty, now it's at you know one hundred eighty. That's a cash cow right there, Dave. Oh, it's actually a cash Beyond cow, Jeff. That cow is made out of plastic <laughs> or soy. All right. Well, I uh, appreciate your guys' input. I'm yeah, still going to go I'm through gonna with say it. I'm, I'm out on that though, but I do like your your courage. I do have courage. I have the courage to say that some humans are worth eating. Maybe Grammy wanted, wants to be, maybe the best way for her to stay in touch with her grandchildren and children is to actually be inside them. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of interesting. I don't know if her meat's going to taste good, though. What if you clone an animal? Is that considered real that's meat? That's interesting, Mark. That's very interesting. I think that's what they're doing with the Beyond Burgers. No, that's not what they're doing with the Beyond Burgers. I think that's... Uh, as long as it doesn't have a face, you clone it so it doesn't have a that's face. That's a Supreme you just do Court. The body. Kavanaugh's going to be ruling on that judgment of yes, whether the will. cloned meat is real meat. Like he gives a damn. Kavanaugh so right. uh, Next up in the pig pen, uh, he's my little twink brother. Uh, he's got that freshly shaven face. Uh, you know, your jaw is actually not as angular as it used to what be. What do you Joe. mean? You're, you're kind of rounding out in the face a little bit. You've been <laughs> drinking those fucking Sammy Adams with mom? Uh, a couple, yeah, yeah here and there. You got that roundy <laughs> Irish judge. Uh, getting that Bill Burr, big that head. Bill no, Burr, no. Yeah, I'm pretty angular skin. still, no? No, you got like a no chin anymore. It's rounding off. Yeah, just rounding <laughs> off. Dude. Roundy. Roundy. He's turning into roundy. Yeah, yeah. You're losing your good looks. No, Once no. you lose the hair, you're going you're gonna to be quite Quite the ago. Quite the ago. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that, do you? Oh, your hair doesn't look that great. Yeah, no. but the hair emphasizes the the face, though. Like, if you're missing You've your... got my hair now, which is never So let me look. tell you what this guy Bosley said. And this is going to be my beef of the week. We're going to do the ixnay on Mary Kay. Who's Bosley? Bosley, Bosley, the hair, the hair yeah. So dad wanted me to go up there, and he was really shattering my confidence, because I really don't give a fuck about it. I don't even see the back of my head. Right. So he's the one bringing it up? Yeah. And, you know, they're sending me the $500 off, you know, gift card or coupon, which mm-hmm. isn't that much in the grand scheme How of things, because it's like, probably like five grand. Damn. And you have to go back every, like, 
couple of years, you know? Mm-hmm. And then if you keep... That's lo- how they get you. Yeah. Once you start, you can't stop. Yeah, because you keep Cause losing you, yeah, it. Yeah, you keep losing it. <laughs> you need to do those lasers. So this guy takes... Thread it. This guy takes, like, maybe three pictures of the back of my head with, like, maybe, like, 2004 camera with, right, like, right. you know, an old SD shot. card. <laughs> yeah. It probably makes it look better at the end of the day, though, right? You don't want to really be going HD on your yeah. skin in any instance. True. Is he doing that to show you? Yeah, then he uploads it to the computer with, like, you know, you see, like, a hundred other guys' heads in there. <laughs> so so I'm in there, too, now in the, and that they catalog. Got your profile. Oh yeah, your They've, headshot. Oh yeah, they did all the mapping too. Bosley's got me. They're probably giving money to face. Wait, so you're on it though? No, no, I would never get it. What and do they it's do? Not they... even because of them. They take a square out of the back. Chunk they take like a ass? square inch. Oh, right, yeah, right. your ass hair. I'd rather them do my ass so hair. So how is that not hair plugs at that point? Where it is? That is hair plug. It is hair plugs. But it's good. It's it is good. But it. They can't do it for the back of your head, though, I don't think. Really? That's interesting. Seems to be the, the yeah. main culprit. Yeah. Huh. They must be able to, because McConaughey had a really bad bald You know who's spot. also bald? Dennis from Always Sunny. They mm. all are. Yeah. Most everyone. Like, I'd say, like, 60%. Like, Steve Carell in the first season of The Office is bald. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. I do remember that. Uh, and, of course, you have your Costanza, who slowly grows more hair throughout the Seinfeld season. You know, some guys just do look bald, better, balder. Like her, Larry David, you know. for sure. Yeah, like that. Remember the, the little stand up? You ever see the little stand ups yeah, where he had that huge fro? Yeah, he looks like yeah, that not was a, a good look, look for the 80s, though. Not a good look. I wonder how many times Jerry hooked up with his actual girlfriend on those episodes because I've been oh. watching them a lot this morning. And a lot. He, uh, yeah, he's got he's got but he had a good batting average. Remember when he dated that like 18 year old chick when he was I think she like, was like even 17. Yeah, I think she was 17. He's probably Bad our age. man. Different times, I guess. So he probably started Seinfeld at our age right now. Yeah, probably. That was 91? No, like 89. 89? Well, like end of 89. 30 years ago, he's probably 60 by now. Oh, he's over 60. He's like mid-60s, I'd say, or like 64. Mm. Mm. Comedians, the Eddie Murphy episode is pretty great. Top notch, Dave. Top notch. All right, let's keep it going. Uh, Next up in the pig pen, uh, I guess I already started introducing him. He's got that circular, roundy jaw. He's (laughs) El Jefe with El Chefe. He's drinking too many Sam Adams. Jeff, what do you have for us? Guys, allow me, if you will, to pose a question. Please do, roundy. Uh, What's the most dangerous thing uh, that can happen uh, at the beach, on the beach. Um, I guess the most dangerous thing is a, a shark attack. On the beach, on the beach. Dave. The most dangerous thing that can happen. Did you have to be a kid? No, dangerous no. Thing would be, uh, on- Stepping on a sharp rock? Well, that sounds yeah. pretty Stepping brutal. Stepping on a baby? Well, yeah, it sounds worse for the baby, yeah. Well, or you're the hole. baby. Huh? In a hole covered by a blanket. Getting buried like alive. One of those... I actually like getting alive. Yeah. Seagulls pecking at your eyes while you're sleeping. Oh, that's pretty brutal. Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, the the umbrella, okay? And you get a strong gust of wind. Yeah, yeah, that umbrella pops away. right out and that impales people on the beach, they Dave. And dangerous. I looked it up and it had we'll 7,000 people a year die from beach-going umbrella accidents. In America or throughout the in, world? In, on the East Coast. North of the Mason-Dixon or not? South. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, we actually ran into this issue yesterday, Mark, did we not? 
Jeff made an epic catch. I mm-hmm. don't know how you caught an umbrella out of the air. I caught an umbrella. I used to have Neo, some, Neo kind yeah. of stuff. Matrix yeah. is bad. Um, when you breathe, when you breathe correctly, the, the world slows down a little yeah. bit, and you can really you can see things before they happen. Oh, you couldn't tell your face was getting round, so I don't know how well. Face isn't getting round. What are you talking about? It's yeah. wrong. You're wrong. Look at Sammy's face on there. Is his face looking round? Oh, they took. Yeah, see, they took his face off there. Yeah, he's, he's getting too Irish looking. Everyone's <laughs> all the blood vessels are popping in his forehead. Um, so <laughs> I think you guys are wrong about that. But um, so so what I was thinking is is the the way. You know, you, you're able to make the umbrella stay in the ground. Is what you you fortify it. You get some mud uh, from the wet the wet beach, like like Mark was doing earlier on, and you dig that hole deep, and you kind of hope for the best. But at the end of the day, this it's just kind of a pipe going mm-hmm. straight into the sand there. You know, yeah, you don't really get stakes like you would with a a, a tent or no, a, no. a tent. I guess is the only yeah, thing. or a tarp or yeah, a, you know a blanket or anything yeah, along those works. lines. So today I'm presenting a very novel idea, Dave. Uh, we like to call it the spike brella, okay? And what the spike brella does is once you've uh, inserted that base into the sand, you know your eight to ten recommended inches and what we do is we have a a second button there on the umbrella on the spike umbrella and what that does is that uh, shoots out spikes uh, in the base uh, similar to blade yes very similar to to blade sword yes she brought it up in last episode too believe it or not Uh, the blade sword yes yeah we did didn't we well you weren't there i record the second half with that i was there (laughs) yeah Huh? I thought I thought you did both of us. I did do both of you. Yeah, so I was there. Well, yeah, well, I'm trying to let people... I'm curious if other people were able to tell. No, not at all, Dave. You know what type of mechanism you could use? Like, you know, the, the mops mm. where it rings it? So you could use, like, that lever could put something you're down. You're almost fracking. Mm. You're kind of yeah. fracking to a degree. You're anchoring. You, well, yeah, you're you fracking, a, though. No, you, but you need a bait. Well, fracking... You're fracking gr- is using, like, mud to kind of uh, soften the layers deep down. Because the problem <laughs> is that earth gets a little bit harder the deeper you go down, Jeff. They right. use a bunch of chemicals, too. Yeah, they do use chemicals. To soften um, up the rock. But I think you do need some shale. type of layer that's within... Uh, so I'm imagining two long cylinders, one inside the other, obviously, right? Yeah. Um, and maybe you have a, a pocket of water between both of them that can squirt oh, out to kind of loosen it up as you're digging Sure, but well, what about the spikes into the foundation? No, they shoot out into the sides. It's not going deeper, it's just going out? Or it's going yeah, because you're, it's almost like rebar, you know? Oh, That's see. what I'm saying. Yeah. If you have that crank, it can... Ha- it can put the expand out there on the bottom, kind of mushrooms. Yeah, that yeah. Makes sense to at me. the bottom, you have like two, almost like think of it as like kickstands or right, something right. like that. Right? Yeah, just yeah, like yeah. Come yeah. Out. They would go. They like would they sideways? go down or no, up, like actually. sideways. Yeah, sideways. I guess remark. Yeah, you could have like, like four a, of like them, a, like, like a cross, like a right. fish hook. You right, know. Yeah. Right. There you go, Jeff. I think that's a great idea, and I actually am curious if there's any way that you can implement this on people that 
already have umbrellas or are you selling a brand new umbrella you product? know you can actually probably make a, attachment. a, a attachment for mm. this dave because you know i'm always thinking about the people selling the iphone cases mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. you don't necessarily want to get someone to buy a whole new product you right wanna, to, of course to, you want to get them to buy uh an addendum yes an yes, yes the accessory with game is said, where the money's at that's how apple's that, making yeah, because, the, the biggest chunk of its change because is through that extra you know that, that extra juice imagine, that you have on the side yeah, for sure jeff you the know, salad and, with and your I soup i think people like to accessorize things they already own right mm-hmm. it's almost like uh adding like uh uh additional artillery to your arsenal right um, sort of upgrading it, if you will. Yeah, you know, you're, you're like modding your weapon a little bit. Yeah. And, and we're adding mods to the to the umbrellas. And this is something that you see a strong gust of wind. No one can ever really relax at the beach because they're worried that it's going to blow up out of the out of the air into into a toddler. And that's a lawsuit, David. So you got, you got to tell me a little bit more about you catching this umbrella. How far away were you? Did you get it right before it left? Were you getting it in midair? Full well, my fingertips were on the tip, Dave. And I just pulled it back with all my might. It Everyone was around umbrella. me started. Cl- yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. Huh? So it's different that way, right? Because it was your fault, no? Uh, I would say it's the umbrella's fault over being my and fault. And I sort of cut you off, but were people actually clapping? People were going bonkers for it, Dave. Mark, can you attest? If someone flashed me. <laughs> a man? Yeah. That's very a cool, though. What, what beach did men. you go to? That corporation, Dave. Oh, mother loves corporation. Not, well, not the biggest fan of it. It's a, it's, it's really a little the, muck. A little yeah, muck. A little muck. A little muck. Uh, Jeff, can we get a price point on this? Uh, uh, and do we get a name? It's well? nine ninety nine. It was uh, the Spike Brella. Spike Brella. Don't love the name. Yeah, yeah. That's that's fine. Uh, what about um, uh, something with hook? Yeah, the Chumbrella. Oh, Chum Chumbrella. Yeah, I don't know why that's I like fun. it, but I like it. Yeah, the beach, the Chum. Well, and you also get the playoff umbrella, and you're going to get a lot of SEO search engine optimization mm-hmm. off that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Price point one more time, nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. No, Jeff, we need to establish value. Nineteen ninety. But not if it's if it's the it's an attachment. Uh, attachment now. Yeah, Jeff, but it needs to be quality. Yeah, be quality. Be, if you're looking it's for, it's got to be a have good weight to it. It's got to be at it least. Can't be a piece I of like shit, the idea you know? of it can't have, be a plastic piece of shit. No, but having mm, like, but it is a plastic piece of shit. What if you have somehow two water jug type things mm-hmm. and you put them in the sand that right. are connected to yeah, the yeah, umbrella yeah. and you can somehow funnel the water in? Like, what are those boats called? Um, you know what I'm talking about? Catamarans. Yeah, yeah, catamarans almost. I'm worried with your cheap piece of shit, Jeff, that it's not going to have the weight necessary. <laughs> yeah, the we don't the need the weight part. here. Is what I'm talking about. No, because yeah. the whole point is, is you, you, good, can, you, you can use a, a little, you can will... use a little ten cent hanger uh, to hang, you know, a hundred pound Jeff, picture once frame. The wind gets because, under that sucker. No, but because because of the angle, the dangle, it's 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 leveraged against that. It's talk pro- to me about the angles then you have a classic 30 degree angle shooting up that way when you get that gust of wind pulling up it's braced by uh, the existing foundation how far underground is it if these legs are now shooting up to the sides how far is the top of the sides from the surface of the ground 
uh, you know, five, six inches deep. I don't love it, Jeff. Uh, I like the idea more when it had a little weight to it. Well, I uh, went to it the prestigious to Southern Connecticut State yes. University, and I took a new products management course. And in this course, you understand that people don't get their inventions right the first time, that it takes trial and, and error. And that's why we send it around. Jeff. So, so Jeff I don't like the idea of having to add water to the yes, product. Yes, that well, seems it very to, difficult. It but I need think to be if water. it had some type of... A copper element. Some and I don't think the weight even matters much when you get that strong gust of wind. It's, it's about it's it about being the, in a cylinder that can just be pulled up. You know, you want... You want to force it into the earth, you know. You want, you want like, you know, extra little clips. It needs to be on. safe too, though, because you got kids at the beach, Jeff. Yeah. You can't have yeah. sharp, sharp. <laughs> uh, even though the ends of those umbrellas are yeah, sharp. Yeah, Jeff. And it sounds like if your thing does get pulled out, all of a sudden this umbrella is now three times as dangerous as a normal umbrella <laughs> with the two spikes coming out. And what it. if it does come out of the ground? <laughs> I think it's time to send it around the No, horn. we do testing. Uh, we do testing, and we have bodybuilders and lifters try and pull this out of the ground, and they can't even do it. Let's make a, what do you call it again? The, um, the uh, prototype. prototype. A prototype. Chumbra? Let's make a prototype and run it tonight. That's doable. See if this chumbrella works. Yeah, we can give it a go. Chumbrella. Chumbrella. Um, Wait, so you're send it around. Well, we're going to send it around the horn, Jeff. I like how you started with the idea. I thought it had a, a lot of movement to it. I was really engrossed by the story of you catching the umbrella when I thought it was a random umbrella you were catching and not one that you or yourself didn't utilize to the proper degree when in terms of bearing it. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're fixing a problem that you yourself created, which I don't hate, but I don't love. I love less. I'm out. I bet if you look online, <laughs> I bet if you look online, there's a bunch of type of things. Well, like, we oh, make it a rule not to look do that. That's well, not, I know. You know of I course. That's um, not part of the... Yeah, uh, I'll try out the product because, uh, you know, I'll buy anything for under $10 to test it out. Um, of course, in a secure environment because I am a sandbox at a playground because I don't think that you've tested... Um, all the wind forces we have dave up, and until, up until what wind force uh 17 knots all right that's knots? not too bad the tornado though can whip something in in multiple directions and kind of wedge something out well that thin. actually wedges it in further dave, because uh, you know like it would be like trying to pull a fish hook out of a fish you, you know you have to go down to go up but are you, you know in you have Dick's to go sporting in goods or go not? up of course we're in dicks we have our own aisle and a kiosk by the register. Right. I mean, I mean, as a customer, not an investor, Marcus, what do you think about the Trumbrella accessory? I like it. I love it. I just think it needs to be done right, or you're going to face a lot of lawsuits. Yeah, Jeff. good. We welcome the lawsuits. That's where we make <clears throat> the real the money. Defamation, the, the good PR, the recognition, um, which yeah. is something that should not be unsaid. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. Yeah, let's clap it out for Jeff. You know, we forget to clap it out, and you realize that's a good segue. Yeah, it's a great segue. I don't get an invention. You do get an invention, Mark, because we're segueing to you. That's Mulio Babulio, folks, the man who lost all his money on Men's Warehouse. <laughs> he's, he's the most Mulio with the most Bulio. He's Marcus Rosenberg. Mark, what do you have for us today? Thank you, boys. All right. I got a great invention, and I guarantee it. I'll make you look. What was the line? I'll make you look good, and I whether you like it or not, (laughs) it's my guarantee you're gonna pay for it. 
All right, boys. So I've been going through beds. I'm returning this this mattress. You do I go have through right a lot now. of beds. How many mattresses have you slept on in the last uh, fiscal year? Um, yeah, only two, it. but I haven't had my own mattress since my twin size mattress at mom's house. So I've never so you're actually talking twenty years or so. I've a had fresh Jay, new mattress. Our cousins hand me down mattresses. Mm-hmm. For, and they always have some mysterious stain on them that he has to explain to me oh, boy. the backstory about whether it be the Hershey's bar, <laughs> a cherry Hershey's bar. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I uh, go through the mattresses, and you know they're different, uh, varying length. You it's know, ten than inches high, twelve. Right. You know, it all depends mattress. on your sleep number. No, but I'm talking about the thickness, the, the girth yes, of it, the, girth. the padding, the and dimensions. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I had this idea three months ago, and I I think it's a, a real winner. Mm-hmm. It's a sh- what's the worst part about bed sheets, boys? Besides a low thread count, uh, um, the, uh, I guess you're supposed to wash them pretty often, right? I mean. They kind of get dirtier than clothes, yet we never really wash them as often as we're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, I think you're right about that, Dave. Uh, I'd have to say... Stains, too, I guess, is an issue. Right. Maybe it doesn't protect. Maybe when you sweat, it goes and you don't have a mattress pad on. Uh, I sweat a lot gets, of my sleep. Then it gets stained um, onto gets, the mattress yeah, itself. Then you get the yellow sort of sweat stain on your white sheets. Right, 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 right. Uh, Let's are call we it getting that. anything closer, It's probably closer, coming from well, you, though. Well, I did not invent the self-cleaning sheets, boys. But mm. I, what I believe is the worst part about sheets is them coming off in the middle of, of the night. Once one to me corner last goes, night. the next corner goes, and before you know it... Oh, I got sheetless. you. So you're talking about the part that wraps the around elastics, the bed. The, yes, yes, the, the fitted, fitted sheet. sheet. Yes, yes. Of course, it, it comes off the bed all the time. They should almost create. Well, I guess I'll let you Well, care. that's my. <laughs> to create the full sheet. Zipper. Mm. Uh, zipper sheet. How they come plastic wrapped already that way, you know? Well, that's what the the covers are anyway. So, I mean, it's kind of a pain in the neck to to unzip it every time. But still, you don't have to deal with... It's almost like the duvets, you know. Uh, right, stuff in your. So you're saying it's on the complete underside of the mattress as well. Well, Mark? I was thinking about. I came to the conclusion of the zipper because there's no way the zipper can be undone unless it's unzipped. Right, right, right. right. And I was thinking of just having a sheet go all the way under, super elasticy. You know, I, I see. Yeah, that goes like, all the uh, way under right. instead of just the edges. Yeah. yeah. So you'd be using essentially, you know, double the material. That's what I'm wondering. Is there a way to, you know, get a lot more clean uses out of it by sort of shifting it over, right? And that way the what's under the bed can be on top of the bed the next week. Sliding it around? Yeah. No, no I, I don't. You have to wash your sheets, Dave, all right? There's yeah. no way of no, getting I'm around with that. You. But I'm with I you. think a sheet that doesn't come off the bed. Yeah is a phenomenal idea because we're at my grandma's house and i guess uh, they got old sheets here and maybe mm-hmm. in the 70s they didn't have good elastic back then and these fitted well, sheets also they've probably been you know worn well, and torn for 40 years well, so they sure. lose their well, these, sure. these don't even cover yeah. the exti- entire yeah. you know oh yeah so and you, you'll find even when you buy se- uh, sheets that are the size of your bed that they don't always come down because exactly. like mark said yeah. all these beds are different widths right right that's the problem mark i love the idea do you have a name for it did you say it already no sheet 
Oh, sheets. Oh, uh, sheets. But it does sound no, super, a... super difficult to take it off, though, no? No, if, no. no, if I mean, with the zipper, it may be, because it's like taking a mattress cover off a bed. But if you just have more material and have it go all the way under mm-hmm. with, like, super elastic... Instead then you can just of, slide it off from the base of the bed. Yeah, so it goes like all a, the way under, not just like three or four inches under right. the side. So it's still but the zipper, zi- or is it the super zipper, elastic? You don't you could really have the you zipper could do at zipper the top or of the bed, and then you zip it down, and you're kind of yeah. Slide you could it like, like have the zipper on like the side, pull, maybe. Pull, pull, pull. Yeah, no, but like, if you have the zipper at the head of the bed, when you undo yeah. it, it's easier to take off because you're take it off like a sock, like a sock exactly. I love it. Cool, you know. I think that deserves a clap. And that's why we have Mulio Babulio on the show. Do we get a price point on that guy? Probably be $20, yeah, no, yeah. you know? I mean, you're going to have to use more the thing, material. The, the thing is, you know, you, uh, this works for any thread count. It works for any type of material, any type of sheet, because it's the overarching idea. How many people actually use the regular sheet, too? Not many. Really? Do, do, mm. do you use a regular sheet? It's usually just the fitted sheet and a blankie, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So you just, you don't have, usually the packs come with the fitted sheet, but you know, the fitted sheet always falls off and mm-hmm. gets, you know, on the side of the bed. No one ever uses it. It pisses me off is what Maybe it does. Maybe you Velcro that sheet to the... Oh, oh, Dave, now you're taking yeah. ideas and or a that's next of level sorts. shit. A little button isn't bad. You know what? Keep- Velcro is very underused this day and age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Highly flammable. It's, it's really? actually what led to astronauts dying. Uh, really? In, uh, in Challenger? Some, some, no, it was in a test round when they, they were doing the, the pod stuff uh, on the ground. But, you know, they had the the oxygen filled in the in the in the vestibule itself uh, but they had to pressurize it to replicate uh, the conditions in space there was a spark and uh, everyone burned to death you don't really hear about astronauts dying during the training no, no. So were they in space? Because I guess you could still train in space to a degree, can't you? Mm, you can, but uh no, they were they were down there in a on the base. What's 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 the what's the main Florida base that they got there? Oh, like uh, yeah, yeah, Cape yeah. Canaveral. Mark. Very good, Jeff. I love it. I mean, Mark, I love it. It's yeah, a great it's idea. Notch. Big fan. Actually, boys, uh, I told you about the baby wipe idea, and I have to what's say, what's the baby this- wipe idea? Well, I, you know, the baby wipe idea from 10 years ago. Right, right. And this guy came on Good Morning America, and you know what? The guy just hit it out of the park. He did a full body length baby wipe for, you know, on the run. Just a oh, towel sized baby wipe. I never uh, really just to like yeah. instead of a shower. Yeah. That's great. I know. That is great. Oh, Genius. Pull it out of a full sleeve. Yeah, it's just, you know, a bigger plastic type, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's just a full cool. baby wipe, you know, under your arms. It's Guy perfect for it airports. Yeah. On the run. On the run. That's great. That's yeah. really great. Do you remember he, what it was he just, called? He was thinking bigger and better. That's what you got to do. You got to get those and morning that's the shows. Sheets. The those, sheets, bigger those, and better those, sheets, mm-hmm. big sheets. Those morning shows, because uh, big you know, sheets, good name. In Cape Cod, you tend to watch morning shows. I found myself watching a lot of live with uh, 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 who is it now? Kelly, Kelly and, and Michael. Uh, no, it's no, Ryan, Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest but it's unbearable. Yeah, it's it's a little rough. But I hear they don't get along off camera. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if what's your face. Michael is still Strahan on. just dipped out without saying shit. Yeah. She thinks she's so funny. Oh, I didn't. 
You better cancel this out because Rippa has people in high places. Rippa, she'll rip your head off. Uh,. I think we had two and a half winners today here, folks. Mm-hmm. My idea obviously crushed it. Uh, I think it's going to be one of those ones that people talk about in two years when they say, oh, I haven't listened since Mike left. What should I catch up on? Right. This is one of those episodes. The Slumbrella. Umbrella. No, Chumbrella. Chumbrella. And uh, it attracts and sharks to I'm having to some beach. memory problems. You get that? Uh, yeah, that comes in pretty heavily. <laughs> Mark, what's your memory like? My memory is flawless right very, now very because sharp. The I kid, the have kids not things done anything right. hard in my life. Really, I've so you haven't stayed had that away brain from. Stress. I've never traveled. They say sleep is uh, the and best thing for your brain. On those planes, you get radiation. I sleep 10, 11 hours a day. Actually, I've been waking up at se- I I've been only sleeping seven, but you know, yeah, for twelve yeah. years, I was hibernating. And you know what? I well, don't have a wrinkle on my face, boys. That is true. Uh, we we are pretty good about not getting that sun damage as well. Oh, my God, uh, a little bit. And we do like our sleep. We're a napping family. Nothing wrong with that. People used to take, well, you yeah, know, siesta. siestas, yeah. and they have found out through... The workday is what changed the siesta. It's corporate America. Uh, it, it's sort of... The uh, electricity, Dave. The advent of the oh, electricity. And people, well, when dad's yeah. generation, they used to go home for lunch during school. Uh, you know, you, know, you got the, that break during the day. That would have been nice. Well, you still In high school, they went home? No, like elementary school and middle school. No, they got they got the you school go, break. You, you go home. Yeah, you go home. You know, I lunch. think it was sort of. Yeah, I watch a lot of TV. I watch a lot of documentaries. <laughs> they sort of focus on serial killers um, and a lot of murders. And nice. you know, I think uh, you, you sort of lost that neighborly feeling when the serial killers of the seventies <laughs> and eighties started making their rounds. You're, of course, uh, Dave. You can't have your that's kids when you go start, biking around the neighborhood anymore. Right uh, when you start locking your doors is is sort of when you lose your sense of community and then you sort of had the media at that same time sort of uh, uh, salaciously uh, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, glamorizing mm-hmm. these serial sure. killers glorifying and, glamorizing glorifying glamorizing and, the, and, the, and then 30 years later you got a fucking racist as president now let's get to the ad <laughs> Howdy, folks. It's your best friend, Baby Dave, and I'm here to tell you, if you own your own business and you run it all by yourself, or just with a couple people, or maybe even a lot of people, heck, any type of business while you're at it, you're used to doing it all. So maybe a smaller one, but medium works too, I imagine. And if you're struggling to get through your to-do list, HoneyBook is here to help. When you started your business, did you dream about all those admin tasks like drafting proposals and contracts and tracking down payments? If that wasn't part of your vision, you need HoneyBook. And I'm glad I started using HoneyBook to start my shit Goliath Industries as well as Zion. I haven't even told you guys about Zion yet, but uh, HoneyBook basically is an online business management tool that organizes your client communications, bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place and they make it simple to run your business better. 
They have professional templates, signatures, and built-in automation that keeps everything on track and makes you look good. They can even consolidate services you already use like QuickBooks, Google Suite, Excel, MailChimp, Gmail, etc. It's the number one choice for clients and business management for freelancers and business owners. Save time and do more of what you love with HoneyBook. Right now, HoneyBook is offering our listeners 50% off your first year with promo code TWINS. Payment is flexible and this promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. Go to HoneyBook.com and use promo code TWINS for 50% off your first year. That's HoneyBook.com promo code TWINS. Use it and uh, maybe you'll get a special offer from the Slop Shop as well. Stay tuned, folks. Catch of the day. The part of the show where we salute people out there in the real world doing things so we don't have to. Folks, I got a fantastic submission from a wonderful person on Twitter called Weeaboo. You know, Twitter is different, you know. People on Instagram, they want people to know their names. Right. On Twitter, you kind of create a free-for-all. Yeah, yeah. This is a good one here. Uh, and I actually, I think it showed up in uh, Reddit, the subreddit for confessions. Mm. Uh, here's the post. I got hired as a graphic designer and have no idea how to do anything with graphic <laughs> design. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised they didn't ask me in-depth questions about software design or whatever in the interview. I'm fairly charismatic and I guess charm them into hiring me, but I've never done graphic design in my life. Each time I get an assignment, I just go on Fiverr and pay someone <laughs> 10 to $30 to do my assignment, which I make in an hour at my job. Then I just browse Reddit all day. I figured out how to erase stuff on their design program, and at the start of the day, I just erase parts of the finished Fiverr product so it looks like I'm working on it, then just press undo every so often <laughs> so it looks like I'm making progress. I kind of feel bad, but they like the final products that someone else does, and I take credit for, and I'm getting paid, so I guess no harm. I love it. <laughs> That's really, You're really outsourcing good. your job. Why not, right? Yeah, why not? You're That's your own awesome. boss. Yes, that deserves a clap out. Um, so I guess he's doing like same day delivery type stuff. Sort of. I guess most design projects usually aren't like, you know, do it and get it done by right, the end of the day. Right. I wonder what happens when that does happen. They're like, hey, we need this thing in 15 minutes. Can you whip it up? Right. I, like, ah. I guess at this point, though, if he knows a couple people on Fiverr, maybe he can, you know. Uh, get, yeah, definitely finagle something yeah, there. I'd love it. Uh, and you got to wonder if he's paying these people. Um, Fiverr, of course, is an app where, in general, you can pay people $5 to do a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of they course, have plans starting at 5 plans and then starting. Of course, the more professional people tend to charge a bit more. Mm -hmm. um, it's a great website. It's F-I-V-E-R-R. -R. Do they drop the E? No, they don't. But there are two R's. Um, that is correct, my baby. And it's an awesome website. I've actually used it to buy some I rap wonder, instrumentals. Do you think you can do that for any other uh, any other department? You know, like finance. I'm sure you can 
Yeah, well, what are you thinking? I'd love to hear what's in that mm, big round head of yours. I cracked myself. Uh, uh, I guess if you're in development, you could probably do that, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I, you can probably do it for any degree, really. Like like those, um, you can hire people in other countries that work for much lower than Americans mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really do think any job for our work week, right? <laughs> yeah. We're all uh, middlemen, yeah. right? Um, folks, uh, I do have, uh, another submission or the first submission, um, uh, for the favorite part of my show, which is where the nation, Jeffer, Marker, rise up. up. Rise, rise up. Time for the nation to rise up. Man, I'm fucking up all these cues, dude. Shit. Um, yeah, and people can email at ideas at twininvasion.biz. Yes, Jeff, please, please. Um, there might even be a phone number that you can call. Uh, but in the meantime, there's also the Twitter, uh, you know, comment. You know, on our One, page. Oh. six, four, six, nine, two, six, ten, ninety, two. Very nice, David. Very nice. Um, that submission. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, I really straight up it. into it. Uh, you know, I can't really find any of these submissions right now. I thought I had it pulled up, but it turns out I don't. Right. Uh, where, where would that be though? Someone messaged me on Instagram and then I was like, oh, this is great. You should, uh, twin a voice mail it or email it. Right. And then I think they said they don't like uh, there's they don't like voicemails. Of course not. I mean, do you ever check? Um, do you ever check uh, the comments? Oh, I found it, uh, and it's a quick one. Um, and I guess I'll say her name because she didn't say not to say it. Mm, people, maybe just do the first name, right? I guess perhaps. Um, I can give her credit on a future show. Her name is Allison, and it's a quick scam idea. And I love scam ideas. It says. Call centers that are selling quote unquote. Should I be saying quote unquote at the beginning, or do I say quote and then unquote at the end? Uh, I think uh, quote unquote is for maybe shorter things and maybe change your tone a little bit. You know, I think people get it quote unquote. And then do I say that at the end of the quote again? No, I think you would do quote and then say the quote and then say unquote. But I like quote unquote then say the quote and then we'll assume you're going back to your talking. How do you know when the quote ends? I think because it's like, well, I think we'll be able to tell by the change in my tone. Yeah, I think I think you'll notice it without even noticing it. Scam idea. Call centers that are selling quote-unquote scam and robocall insurance to protect, to protect against online and phone scams. Mm-hmm. So her scam is actually... So this is the unquote portion, <laughs> I imagine. And then she just says, target... Semicolon old people. That's the scam. For some reason, I thought that's just, <laughs> that's just that's. I think that's what they already do. No, I mean to a degree, right? They're usually getting away with scamming old people, probably in their early stages of dementia or Alzheimer's. If we're going to be perfectly honest, mm-hmm. Allison, this is. I'm pretty happy to see your last name because this is actually pretty disgusting of you. And we must banish you from the nation. It's so bad that we can't even do a second submission, Allison. But we appreciate you sending it in. We'd like to hear you send it in as a voicemail, though, to maybe further talk about what types of scams you would do on these old people. 
The robocalls are super effective. I've given my social security over to many companies by accident, thinking they were my banks. Mark, don't leave. We're ending the show. <laughs> Folks, what do you got planned for this weekend? Uh, I think uh, it might be the Podfather's uh, birthday. Yes, Michael. you mentioned that. Yeah, and in the meantime, I'm enjoying Cape Cod. You know, we spent a Did lot of summers here uh, growing. Did you uh, get the Podfather a gift or not? Um, I'm thinking about it. You know, I got him a gift a couple months ago that I never had the chance to give, and then I was going to give it to his younger brother, Micah, whose birthday was that. Well, it worked. It worked for both of them. Right. Um, and his birthday party was last month, and I was out of town. Right. And so I crossed Jake's name off and put Micah's name on, like, the little card I made. Mm -hmm. And so now I might have to cross Micah's name out again and have it originally be Jake's. Mm, that's, I like that. I think he'd appreciate that. At the very least, he'd like to see you. Yeah, I don't know. It's, you know, it's a far drive away. Um, and I'd hate that's to where cut, you live. I'd hate to cut the vacation short, Jeff. I don't get to vacay that much, so I really like to delve in. Oh, we spent a lot of summers out here. Do you have any favorite memories from the cap? From the what? The cop. The cop. What's the cop? The cop. You need to cope with your cop, bro. <laughs> um, favorite memories. Uh, when we rented those little mini houses with the yes, mom. Yes, the mini houses uh, were very more horror fun. stories. So remember them when those, I know we brought it up before, but when those kids tried to get us to eat those jellyfish, I thought that was. Uh, I don't recall that. Uh, Mark, it, did you eat one of the jellyfish? No, 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 no one, none not. of us did it, but they were trying to act like they were, um, what do jellyfish look like? Like they kind of look like, um, some type Cone? of cupcake or like an ice cream or something. Cause they had them in cones maybe. Right. And so I think they really look like gelato. Maybe it was like a, you know, I think if you take the hat, like, um, I, you're not picturing it. If someone can design what a jellyfish would look like in a cone, but isn't it like throw-ish, translucent? Yeah, but I think uh, maybe, maybe they did something where it sort of had like a white. It was translucent for sure, which, but it it didn't not look like an ice cream right, cone. Right, right. I hear so, you. so quit it with that. Yeah, um, I like the penny store, the candy penny store. Ah, the store. penny store is beautiful. The candy cigarettes were fun. Other than that, though, I, I it would have been nice if they had some nice parks here to play basketball. Uh, I don't really think they maintain mm -hmm. the streets that well in Cape Cod in terms of um, parks and, uh, you know, parks and rec. No, I hear you. Um, I hear you. And so I hope they work on that. But I did get to go out to Martha's Vineyard for the first time this past weekend, and that was actually very gorgeous. Yeah, it looks like you're having a really fun trip, Dave, and we're yeah. all real proud of you. Thank you. They have these homes called gingerbread house houses out yeah. there. Real cute. You got to look it up. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Um, Mark, are you got any plans for this weekend? Uh, Part four of... Uh, uh, of um, What's the program? Um, I, I need a little more help uh, with the guy. Yeah, I forgot the guy's name already. Mark, the hair guy. What is his name? Bosley. 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 Uh, you don't see those commercials as much as you used to. They must uh, be reeling back. It's a pyramid scheme. Is it? Oh yeah. They they want you to get ten other members, and then those ten Do members they really? uh, for deep discounts. Sure. Yeah. It, it did kind of feel that way. Stu Grove. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, folks, that's the episode. Uh, we're glad to have you here. We can't wait. We're doing our first show in Canada. We'll give you the dates when those come through. And the European tour is coming later this year. And as always, stay, stay screaming and stay dreaming. dreaming.
Walking out the door, robbing their bank, got a chauffeur, makes it more purpose. Now an open crew, sure that they were two dudes for innovation. I owe you. That was a HeadGum Podcast.